everybody. Welcome back to Della Della Builds, a way of life to build personal wealth and financial freedom. It's that time of year again, the time that everybody either dreads or really looks forward to, and that is tax season. I know it really depends on kind of which side of the income generating coin you're on. So if you are, you know, a a general, an employee working for a company, you get a W-2, you're probably really excited for this time because, you know, this is kind of like an extra bonus or at least you consider it that getting your tax refund. Everyone always expects to, you know, bring home this lump sum of money and then, you know, probably usually not use it in the most responsible way. But I will talk to you guys here in a little bit about how I want you guys to think about your tax refund and also use your tax refund. Or you could be absolutely dreading this time because realistically, if you own your own business, you should be making kind of your last, you know, quarterly estimated payments and you know making sure that you don't owe even more because maybe you underestimated the amount of income you you received the previous year but it can just kind of lead to some dread of having to file your taxes maybe it's a very very complicated process for you because of the way that you run your business the income generated the revenue the expenses the write-offs so on and so forth so kind of depending on which side of the coin you're on like i said if if you're with a company and get a w-2 and that's you you work one job it's very very simple to submit your taxes i'm sure it takes you guys maybe 30 minutes total you probably use something like TurboTax and you just submit it along and get that money in your bank account in a couple of weeks after that. Uh, or you could be on the other side of that. So I, I do want you guys to kind of think a bit differently about taxes and refunds in general. And so I'll first talk to you guys, to those out, out there who are what I consider W-2ers, so you work for a corporation, you're a full-time employee, you, let's just for simplicity's sake, say you have one job and this is your one full-time job, and you know, you normally, whenever you've, you've gotten that job, right, you have tons of like new employee paperwork, stuff from HR, benefits, 401ks, you just are usually bombarded with information. Well, one of the things that you usually have to fill out is a W-4 form, which indicates how much of your of your paycheck you want to be withheld for tax purposes. So I want you guys to think about this. You can change it at any time as well. So just know that it doesn't just happen or it doesn't have to just happen when you start your job or when you start a new job. But you can actually, you know, request a W-4. You can request an update to your withhold your taxes that you're that you're getting withheld from your paycheck at any time. The importance about the W-4 is, you know, there's different ways that you can use it if you have multiple streams of income. You can have, you know, basically, let's say you have a full-time job. You can have that full-time job take out all of your taxes for maybe you have a side hustle or, you know, maybe a, a really small scale business that you're starting to ramp up or scale up and you don't want to deal with the messiness of taxes there. You could have more withheld from your from your paycheck, from your, you know, bi-weekly paychecks through your, and then all reported through your W-2 in this tax withholding form that you fill out. So there's a lot of different things you can do with it. The thing that I do want to mention right now, again, assuming you have one full-time job, 
you have one W-2, so your life isn't too complex in terms of taxes. And it's something that I've always done and it probably is not seen as really a popular behavior. But, and I can't remember if it's a zero or a two, but you either want to max out on your your withholding or or do the minimum, which would be zero. And I'm assuming once I say this out loud, it'll be the latter. It'll be zero for your tax withholding on your W-4. And basically what that means is that you are having your company take out the minimum amount of taxes deemed necessary based on what your salary is with that company. And so there is a possibility that come tax season, you may owe the government some money. That money varies depending on how much they end up taking out and and obviously like what your withholding number is. But there's a few reasons for this. And I think initially everyone's probably gonna be like, why would I wanna do that? Why would I just want them to you know, keep my money to withhold it and then come tax season, get a nice big refund that I can treat as a bonus and go on vacation with or pay off bills, you know, so on and so forth. But I want you guys to think about it this way. And I was listening to, you know, some of my financial advisor mentors over the years about this. And it, it's what made me do it initially is that if you think about it this way, you're if you're having them withhold the maximum amount of money from your paycheck, Yes, that could and that will probably result in a huge refund, but you're basically lending that money to the government interest-free. Interest so they're not paying you any extra money to have your money and for you to not have access to your money, but basically you're giving them more of your money throughout the year. You're not able to access or, or have that money just so you can wait a year to then get a refund of that same amount. And it doesn't, obviously, it doesn't change how much you get total. So how much you withhold and your refund will be equal if you put a zero or a two in that W-4. But the lower the number is, so if you put a zero, then they're that they're withholding the most minimum amount. And then you have that amount for your disposal. You have more of that money monthly to either you know, use towards paying off debt, actively invest it with that money, maybe actively add to your 401k with that money. But it's money that you have access to throughout the year rather than just getting this lump sum of a refund that, again, you'll probably spend irresponsibly just, you know, trying to trying to be realistic here. I think most people don't use that money for quote-unquote serious purchases or serious debt reduction or in a good way that can that can improve their, you know, investing strategy or long-term growth. So normally it's used in a way that probably isn't the most isn't the most healthy from a financial standpoint for the person. So I want you guys again who are on W2s who have your taxes take out of your pay, taken out of your paycheck by your company, by your employer, to think about that and to ask your HR department for a W-4 form and look into it and you know start running the numbers yourself to see how much is withheld from your current paycheck and how much should be or could be and how much you can actually pocket in addition to what you're already pocketing bi-weekly through your standard paycheck by just changing that withholding number and then creating better behaviors with that added disposable income that you have, 
you know, every month or every other week. And then stop treating your refund like Christmas morning as an adult and like it's an added bonus on top of the bonus that a lot of people do already get that time or I guess this time of year. The next thing I want you guys to consider, and this is more towards those who either, you know, run their own small businesses, do contract work, basically don't have the luxury of having somebody take taxes out of their paycheck proactively and you are kind of on your own in terms of taxes. So I've been working with a couple clients and I do want to say taxes always tend, especially if you're new to a to a business of your own or to contracting when you're used to a job where you had a W-2, people are very much used to not thinking about taxes, to be honest, to be very frank. I mean, they're, they're used to, again, getting those taxes taken out of their paycheck bi-weekly and they're just used to getting refunds. So it's a very, very big, very big financial and, you know, mental shift and behavior shift to start being a bit more proactive with setting aside money for your taxes for to be proactive and to you know pay for actually the quarterly payments that you're supposed to be paying throughout the year anyway. So the IRS kind of penalizes you for not being proactive and so they force you to to make these quarterly payments so that you know you stay up on your taxes you don't have this big lump sum of 20 30 40 thousand dollars come you know april 15th to pay but maybe you, you have a much smaller gap to to pay off or to fill once you once you understand what your final income and expenses are for the year so for those people who have to plan for it my suggestion is and again i've done this with with a client recently who has gone just finished her first year transitioning from a W-2 to her own business. And, you know, this portion of the of the new business really took her off guard a bit. And so we're moving forward into 2023 very differently and very much more proactively. But setting aside, first of all, taking the number, look at what you make a year. So look at your your revenue that you're bringing in per year and set aside between 30 and 40. It's a lot. And it sounds like a lot and it is a lot. Taxes are hefty. Set aside about 30 to 40% of that money. And if you can do that math ahead of time, even better, set it aside Every month, add it to your savings account on top of what you're already wanting in your savings account from an emergency standpoint or from a you know large purchase standpoint, from a, from a medium or a long-term goal standpoint. Add it on top of that. And honestly, from your, from your business account, just auto-draft. Auto-draft consistently depending on the frequency that you're able to do. If it's weekly, if it's bi-weekly, if it's monthly, start taking that out, you know, now. I would have started earlier this year, but now works too. We're really approaching that first quarterly payment. So, you know, now and through the rest of the year, you will thank yourself for doing this. But calculate what that number looks like. And a lot of times, again, that number is going to be what you, your income, so what you make, your revenue, and then subtract out some of the pre-tax expenses that you're going to have. So healthcare can be one of those. That is a, in a lot of cases, an, an approved expense to deduct and, you know, pre any pre-tax 401k. So if you're in like a traditional 401k, not a Roth, you can also subtract, you know, those expenses out or those allocations out of there. 
And then just, again, take 30 to 40% of what that number looks like, divide it by four, and then that would be your quarterly payment, and then divide that into the frequency of number of times you are comfortable transferring that into your savings account so you can proactively plan for your taxes. You know, mitigate them, of course, and, and be as cost-effective on your on your taxes as possible, especially for somebody who is starting their own business. But then on top of that, make sure you can pay it because you're going to have to pay something and you don't want it to be a surprise when you do have to pay that. So I think, you know, those are kind of my, my latest and greatest tips and tricks just to make sure you guys are thinking about those things and make sure you guys are considering taxes as an expense to your business, but also stop considering your tax refund, again, if you're a W-2 employee, as an extra bonus. It's literally the money that could have been, you know, in your pocket as disposable income bi-weekly or monthly, however you guys are getting paid, and it could be there with you, you know, in real time that you could be using again towards investing, towards saving, toward debt reduction, just to like live a better life, maybe maybe add to your travel fund so you can go on a, a nice trip, you know, that same year or a following year or in five years. So Again, I want you guys to think about taxes the way they should be thought of. I need you guys to respect the fact that they are a humongous chunk of, you know, essentially what what your your income is. And, you know, of course, we can go into, you know, marginal tax rates and what that looks like now and how they're improving slightly, which is great. Um, when I say slightly, I'm sure that will change in the future and it still hurts to my core to have to pay my own taxes. So that's why it's really important to pay attention to what you're paying towards your taxes because, again, it is a huge contribution. That healthcare are really like two of the biggest expenses, whether you have your own business or whether you're a W-2 employee. Either way, they're big expenses that I don't want you guys taking lightly. I don't want you guys using the money either you get back from the IRS or you get in addition to each paycheck lightly. Every dollar has a place somewhere and it's part of your overall financial strategy and I want you guys to use it appropriately and really look forward to tax season because you're prepared and because you know what you have, you know what you've earned, you know what you should be paying or have been paying or will be getting back and you know exactly how you're going to allocate that money. So it's a short one today, guys, because I get really tired thinking and talking about taxes, but it is a very important topic. And until next time, always remember, respect yourself by respecting your money. We'll talk soon. 